You're listening to the Power Cosmic Podcast with Terrificon producer Mitch Halleck and artist extraordinaire Jerry Ordway. Each time the guys get together, they talk about movies, TV, comic books, and more. Eating pizza and a lot of noise in the background. But hey, you know what you're getting into when you turn this thing on. So sit back, relax, and listen to the Power Cosmic Podcast. That's it. It's uh, another episode of the Power Cosmic Podcast. We want to welcome to our new listeners out there, Mr. Paul Chadwick, creator of Concrete. Paul, this is an open invitation to you to come to Terrificon next August 16th to the 18th, right here in Connecticut at the lovely Mohegan Sun. You can join me, Mitch Halleck, and of course, with the band, Jerry Ordway. And a whole hey, ca- yeah. and a whole cast of characters was sharing our love for comics. Right now, we just came out of the screening of, what's say October, or no, September 28th, and we just saw the premiere of the brand new Gareth Edwards film, The Creator. The Creator. Now, if you don't want to be spoiled, don't worry about it. There was only four people in the theater, so I don't think a lot of people are going to be telling anybody. But Jerry and I will discuss this movie now. If you don't want to hear anything, just fast forward to, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, and then we'll be coming out of the bar, and and then it'll be a whole other bunch of fun stuff about comic books, TVs, movies, and more. But right now, let's get into it. Gareth Edwards saw it big... First off, I'm not kidding. We were the, I think, four, maybe five people in that whole giant IMAX theater. It was was like being a private screening. But... With that said, Gareth Edwards, if you don't know who he is, he directed uh, probably the biggest movie, Rogue One. The film starred John David Washington, son of Denzel Washington, correct? Yep. Last seen in Tenet, yep. which we saw a couple years ago already. And Gemma Chan, who uh, you might remember from The Eternals. That's yep. who I knew her from. And uh, oh, uh, Allison Janney yeah. was the other American colonel or general. Yeah, yeah. And she was on TV in the TV show Mom, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think so. Allison Janney. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, there was some other... The act- other one was, oh, uh, was Sturgill Simpson. He's a he's a musician. Sturgill Simpson and uh, Ken Wananabe yeah, yeah. was the other actor. And there were some other people, too. One guy who is not Michael Cutlets, but looked like Michael Cutlets. Yeah, he had that look. So. Was that who you're talking about, Sturgill? No, was I he think the Sturgill guy? played the friend who had the that he went to, to see... Oh, the other guy. Okay, so real quick, let's give you an update if you don't know about this movie. It's set uh, in the future, 40 years from now. AI technology, that we have robots doing everything. There's actually a line in the movie where they said, you know, the robots were more human than human, which is a direct line from Blade Runner, which I was like, hey, that's the Blade Runner quota. That was the motto of the Tyrell Corporation. So basically they've made robots to be like slaves, basically, to do all the work that people don't want to do. But through AI, they have feelings and emotions. So that's the part I, I got to ask you about. Because, like, how much realistic were they? So one day, something happens. Oopsie. And Los Angeles gets nuked. Sorry about that. Los Angeles wiped out. <laughs> and then the war starts. In America, the North American... Uh, it was called Nomad. It was the North yeah. American Mobile air defense or aerospace defense. It was this just, big yeah, orbital just, platform that flies around and protects the America well, from the AI. To, yeah, it yeah. like they're using it to wage war. To wage war. Asia, they want, where they were... Yeah, where they embraced it. Yeah, yeah. In Asia, they embraced the uh, robots and the AI technology. They're not afraid of it. So the Americans are trying to wipe AI 
off the face of the earth. It's been outlawed here. But in Asia, and this film was filmed primarily, I think, in Thailand, because yeah. I saw the... It looked like it was all over. Cambodia. But, yeah. but you see the, if you see the water and those big rocks yeah. coming oh, out yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's Thailand. That last scene in, of all things, Revenge of the Sith by Star Wars, George Lucas went out there and they did a lot of what they used to call plate shots. They did yeah. a lot of scenery and then they filmed around it. It looked like, like they, also, closed. they also filmed um, in uh, Tibet. Tibet, yeah, they did. I saw Nepal up there. And that. So anyway, that's the whole premise of the movie. Uh, the 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 hero Joshua gets he has to he, well him and this this little AI child. I don't know. They're going yeah, right. going straight. They go on a I don't know. It's a road trip. It's a road trip movie. Basically, it's Bob Hope, <laughs> Bing Crosby. If the, you saw the unfortunately, you know the if you trailer. Saw the trailer. The trailer gave away well, the main the plot. Thing. He's trying to protect the little child, and then everybody's out to get him, in a nutshell. That's the story. And then mayhem ensues. Yeah. And visually, I'm going to say, look, very good done by ILM, Industrial Light Magic. Yeah, there were a lot of special effects companies. Yeah, I saw that, but I think they were the primary. And the music was by Hans Zimmer, which was cool, because he's got that, sometimes you don't hear the music, and then sometimes it's there, and then... Well, they they actually they use that Radiohead song really well in that one yeah. point. Yeah, it had a good sound to it. But I'm going to let you talk first because you liked the movie. Okay. I didn't say I hate the movie, but I think you liked it more than I did. What do you think, Jerry? I well, I liked it because it had it seemed to have heart. Yeah. You, know, you took a guy who was kind of on the fence, clearly, about AI, mm-hmm. and he, he gave him like a personal connection, which seemed to turn the tide for him. What's this guy doing? talking on his phone. Oh, well, there's a red light. Podcast. No, I was going to say, we have a car in front of us that's slowing down. Oh, I thought you were talking about the No, that, well, the guy the in the street corner might be yeah. doing a podcast, too. Yeah, he's sitting there. Everyone does a podcast now. <laughs> Everybody has one. You, me, them, everyone. I like that. I, I like that I, I kept th- seeing flashes of Rogue One, obviously. With yeah. Like, no spoilers, but it there was certainly a certain, uh, I uh, guess, effects. feel to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. With the but, soldiers or the... The it was, police to me. It felt it felt like a cross. In a way, it had so much of the uh, Christopher Nolan kind of DNA in it. It too. did feel like a Christopher Nolan. It's and funny I you think say casting, that. Casting, you know, Ken Watanabe. You want to get over to the left? Yeah. Casting Ken Watanabe in there is. Why? You know, what, what, he was what, what, in the. Um, Tenet. No. What was the one with the multiple layers of dreams? Oh, uh, Inception. Yeah, and he was oh. also in The Dark Knight. Oh. Was he the bad guy that he had to go to get? I thought he. Was, I didn't think that was Ken Watanabe. I thought he played the, um, like the the fake uh, in the first one. The fake. Oh, the Bob first Bell one. Yeah, Bell. he was the. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Batman Begins. The yeah. Dark Knight. I thought you meant the uh, one where he went overseas. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, with the Joker. No, yeah, he was. He was in the first one. Um, so what didn't you like about it? Well. I didn't like the narrative. It jumped around, and I was like, you just said you liked the heart of the movie, and I was like, how did this get this leap all of a sudden? Why is this fire burning here? Oh, they're on a porch. Okay. (laughs) There's people sitting on a porch with an open fire. I know. I was like, what's happening here? No, it just seemed to be like, I get it. He he was trying to find his wife, girlfriend, mother, whatever, of the kid, so that's what his needs were. You're going to take a right at the light, right past the convenience and weed shop. Uh, Who you want to stop in? Yeah, we're going to stop in. Today's episode of The Power Cosmic is brought to you by Bob's yeah. Buds. Yeah. 
when you're looking for the best bud <laughs> in town, go to Bob's and he'll get you there. And, and Galaxy Fuel. <laughs> and Galaxy Fuel. If you're going to get you, high, you're going to need to. You're leaving the planet. Exactly. After you've had your buds. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I just like, literally, there was a couple times, there's a lot of people sitting on curbs recording podcasts. <laughs> They're, well, they're called the homeless buses. people. They but, might be you know. waiting for the bus. Oh, that's true. It is early, actually. I'll tell you, we actually got out early. But no, it just seemed like, like I'm not going to call them jump cuts, but yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on now? Because well, they had it as chapters. They they, they did. They broke the movie up into four or five chapters, which was interesting well, the way was they that did it. Was that a bad it. thing? Or no, no. But I'm just saying, like, all he's he's with he's trying to save her. And yeah. then the other people are trying to stop him. And then they go, oh, well, he's with us. He's on our side. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Are those people, so you're going to go through the green light, yes. which is good. And then where that arrow says yeah, must okay, turn, you're going to have to turn there. Bridges, off care, and step forward. Oh, that's that's, weird. So you're going to go around this way. Yeah. yeah, and we are so early that the bars are still actually open, but there's no one there. It feels I think very we're in a ghost empty. town. Yeah, it, maybe there was a nuclear... Bob Seriously, look, the, 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 we just passed the... St- oh, here's some cars. Yeah. Literally, all the bars are open still, but maybe because it got colder faster than it normally does. Is there other stuff going on that people are... maybe? Well, there's a lot of cars at their train station. I guess people are commuting, so they're going to be... Yeah, maybe it's because it's only 840. Usually, we're around maybe. here at 10 o'clock, trolling the streets. Doesn't sound so good. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I just... I, I had... I didn't have a problem with it. I knew what was going on, but I was just like, wow, suddenly... He's into this now. Yeah. He's, he's motivated by you, that. And did you feel like I felt like the ending was set up early? Yeah. And oh, had, with the chip thing. Yeah. yeah I'm not saying yeah. anything, but yeah, I, I could have I mean, told you what was going to happen. It followed its its own narrative. It did seem very Rogue One at the some, end, but there were some good, like you know, little tidbits that again when, made it more personal. When three PO and R two showed up, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's happening? No, that's not true. But you know what I'm saying, story-wise, yeah. because he wrote... God, did Gareth Edwards, did they just copy-paste his name in a lot? He was the producer, the director, yeah, yeah. the writer, the best boy, the key grip, the caterer. This guy was all over this movie. I mean, it's like a personal project. But it was a science fiction movie, but did it seem really science fiction to you? Because there was times I was like, is this another... Yeah. Are we talking about a different type of culture? Because <laughs> I did get that feeling at first. I thought when they went to Cambodia yeah. and I saw the Buddhist robots and stuff, I go, is this an analogy to... The Vietnam War at first, and then I'm like, oh, I guess maybe Vietnam well, has been felt, 60 years ago, yeah, so it's not it, really. To me, it felt like they were just showing that the robots were assimilating. Yeah. You know? Or that they were I mean, being I think kept that's down. That's the main thing, is that they were definitely part of society. So. But that robot being a slave and in being. That's been done in so many movies. I mean, from Blade Runner well, to. Was, yeah, Chappie. Or, yes, which um, I was thinking of that robot because what was the that, other one that it was Chappie and District then there was Nine. District Nine, yeah, it had that feel to it, but it also, I mean, it, I thought it felt epic, you know. I, oh, it did. It's very large scale, but we also live in a world with a lot. Of, see, here's yeah. the difference between Chris Nolan and Gareth Edwards. If Chris Nolan did it, there would be big sets, and they would be in space. Yeah. This well, one were big here, sets. Uh, yeah, but it was it, you had that digital feel. We do this. Don't go over to that post. I'm just looking for... I think this guy might be leaving. These lights are on. Well, folks, we'll find out if there's a lot of people. Can we go that way or is that one way? This is do not enter. I think you can go around. Jeez Louise, man. This is a... So you see anything on that side? Looks like there might be something. Right in the front where the citrus place is. 
Yeah, but that was my only problem with it. Because I, I actually checked my clock at one time, which is always a bad sign. I go, what? how long is this? And it was an hour and a half into it. I'm like, it was. I thought it moved pretty it, well. It was, what, two hours? So this it wasn't two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, it's just that guy. Um, will they get mad if we park there? I don't think they care. Well, this guy left his I lights know, on? Honestly, I, I think they was, did leave their lights on. Yeah, they did. Because yeah. I was like, that's the car. Whoa. Is this place open? That's a uh, handicap, isn't it? Or not. No, you, well, this guy's getting out of his car. I'm just going to pull in. All right, there, kitties. That next end, you're here. Right? Yeah, I think the haircut place is closed because no one's getting a haircut. At, oh, wait a minute. They are, actually. Are they? Oh, that's a bar. Oh, that's something else. No soliciting. So this person's... Actually, I might just continue this into the thing, unless it's really noisy. So I'll pause for a second, and then we'll go inside to the Colony Grill, not of Milford. No, we are in Milford, right? Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, in Milford. We Not Fairfield. Wait a minute, I'm going to straighten out. You're gonna, all right, Jerry's going to straighten the car out. This guy was waiting for me like he was giving me the fish. He was giving the stink eye? Yes, he was. Ladies and gentlemen, that smell you're hearing in your yeah. right, your iPod is somebody giving Jerry the stink eye. I just don't want to be too close to the handicap spot unless you want to. I could limp. Yeah, well. But that's not going to work, though. Work. Officer, my friend's wooden leg didn't come back from the cleaners. He's <laughs> got <Yeah>. termites. <laughs> All right, we're going to pause it here and then go more about the creator. All right, we're back to the movie. I don't care because Jerry and I go about it. The, my big problem with the movie was, did the robots, were they human enough to have uh, to have feelings emotions. and emotions? Yeah, yes, they because did. they had their own religion. Yeah. They had their own well, they were families. To, right, and they also seemed to be, some of them were attracted to the religions that existed. Right. So they clearly believed in that was a that was another subtle thing was the belief in heaven. Yeah, they talked that about it. Will I go to bit, heaven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought yeah, that yeah. was like a good kind of through line. See, there's a lot going on in this movie. It's science fiction-y, yeah. but it's got a lot of layers going to it, which and is like, a good science fiction story should. Yeah, and you uh, we discussed well before was before that I shut few, it off. There's yeah, there's a few little logic things. Yeah. But they, to me, they feel like movie things. You know, yeah, it's like you got to yeah. get to point A to point B. So okay, we're not gonna yeah. think about this too hard. <laughs> no, but, but there were a lot of cool bits. I thought the production looked great. It the did. It did. Design was very cool. Yeah, the robots it definitely design. looked big. Mm. You know, I mean, as far as like, it's not going to be Christopher Nolan because Christopher Nolan no. is Christopher Nolan. But I did think it was funny that uh, the Washington character had a prosthetic arm and a prosthetic leg that they just easily covered up with just put a t-shirt on so we don't have to keep showing the wires because in the beginning he had like this you know robotic arm but his his arm was more human than the leg yeah and that's clearly because you have more articulation i was right, thinking right, like right, right, also right, right. you can wear pants and nobody's gonna know they should have had a thing where the arm got wait a minute well they did the emp pulse would his arm and leg not work the EMP thing, I, I think that was a fake out, don't you think? Well, well they had it on their guns, which I was no, like, I know, wait but, a second. But there was, it was a, in the, the scene where he was close to it. Yeah. That would. It went off. That wasn't a real. Wow, I was like, shouldn't he be shutting down too? because uh, he was doing something to it. And the little kid could use the, like, I would call it the force. Yeah. She could turn machinery on and off. Yeah. But it, it's, again, a Hollywood trope. Yeah. We, we decide, I would just, if we could do that, just turn everything off. But if you turn everything off, there'd be, wouldn't the thing be dropping out of the sky? Because right. right. that's what I thought. As soon right. as she's, like, turning stuff off, I'm like, wait a minute. You could end this movie in five minutes. 
Yeah, but the whole that's point how, is not. I know. <laughs> because they said they wanted a world where the humans and the robots would live together. Right. And they didn't mean for all. Anyway. So, but why don't you think it's doing... I, I don't know if that's going to do well, but based on our early exit poll yeah, with four people dead. in an empty theater... People don't know what the title is because my wife even said, "What's the creator? Is that a religious movie?" I said, "No, it's a science fiction movie." Because it might be the title yeah. did not give it a good. It looked great in the previews. I've been seeing the trailer. I mean, you really—it's call it robot guy. He, probably, he wrote it and he directed it. He probably had that. What would I call it? Come up with his own thing, and he once you latch into that, I think you just live with it the creator because there was chapter breaks like you said and one was called the child one was called the creator one was called the mother and one was called the friend so they had that so here's the question though as far as why it wouldn't do well or why I don't think it's going to based on but I mean look at right now Barbie's huge no I know but the movies have been dead for about five weeks four weeks it always happens I mean it's the end school September October yeah I mean, September's been very quiet. While they're still making some money, yeah, the big debuts have been debuting yeah. at like what, twelve thousand, eight million, million, ten million. Yeah, it's not a big time. The next big movie, well, you just said it. No, no, no. They showed uh, the trailer for the, oh, the Scorsese. Of the yeah, that's an Oscar movie. That's you know got Oscar. But you said it's opening the same day as the Taylor Swift movie. Yeah, yeah. So Scorsese can come out and. If he ever says something bad about Taylor Swift, yeah, they might yeah, go to his just, house with yeah, torches. They'll, they'll be like, well, well, we're, we're fine if you don't like the Marvel stuff. We'll let that go. Because he's still on that bandwagon again. He came out the other day talking yeah, about it. I go, are we trying to generate publicity again like you did for the Irishman? Let it go. Yeah. Let the Marvel well, movie go. It, it, it's like the thing that he could have said. He could have talked to them for two hours. Yeah. And once he said that one line, that's going to be the poll line. Yeah. And then somebody told me the other day, they go, does he not remember that he started off making Roger Corman schlocky <laughs> movies? Because that was his early stuff, you know? Well, his point is that the superhero movies yeah, aren't they're schlocky more, movies. They're more they're, episodic TV right, shows. They're, they're theme park rides. Yes, yeah. So he's not saying they're cheap or that they don't look good or but whatever. But they're not cinema. To him, they're not stories about people. To us... Who read comics? Oh, it's the we best. We feel like the good bread. ones yeah. are stories about people. Right. Yeah. Speaking of which, we saw the trailer for the Marvels and Aquaman, and I can't believe I'm actually saying it. Aquaman. I'm looking for good. Aquaman because it actually looks funny. It looked. It looked good. Because Jason Momoa's got a bit of yeah. sense of humor to yeah. him, and the whole storyline looks like I get a black man has discovered the evil trident or whatever and he's got so powers. he's got more power he's, than he it's kind of like a Raiders of Lost Ark yeah, yeah so they have to go save him from the, the bad pitchfork if you want to get into it but it looks good yeah, Jason Momoa fun. is funny you know he's, he's comedic yeah. they made Aquaman a goof and uh What's his name? Got all jacked up. I Patrick saw Wilson. Patrick Wilson, yep. who, who I've met years ago and didn't know who he was. I'm like, who are you? He's like, well, uh, he, I mean, in the Patrick first Wilson. one, he's the bad guy. Yeah, he was Orm. So, yeah, not Norm. He's his Orm. brother. He's right. his brother. And they even got the seahorse in it. Right. Storm, I believe its name. So, for all you Aquaman fans, get your fins on and get ready for that one. Coincidentally, I think the Taylor Kidman. Swift movie has a seahorse as well. Does it really? I, no. <laughs> And then I, I saw Nicole Kidman in the trailer, but I didn't see Amber Heard in the trailer. Yeah, she was in there. Real quick. One scene, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's got a kid now. Aquaman's yeah. got an aqua baby. I hope Paul Kupperberg's not involved, because he'll kill that kid right away. It's like, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to kill a kid. 
Is that what Kupperberg does? Yeah, he was on the. Uh, Arthur Curry's kid got killed in the comic. Oh, oh he killed him. Oh. Yeah, Aquababy. Wow, he is. I remember the cover. Evil. There's a mirror's pointing at it, and she's like, I'll never forgive you, <laughs> our, our Aquaman. So you killed our baby. One, huh? He killed him, he killed Vigilante, he killed Archie. The guy's a serial killer. He can't stop, he's got blood on his typewriter. <laughs> Somebody stop him before he kills again. Yeah. If he was ever involved in Marvel, he would kill the Gwen Stacy clone. No one gets that one. I got it. Gwen Stacy came back, if you didn't know. Now, speaking of Marvel, I, I got my new previews book this week, and I saw they're reprinting one of the greatest books in my mind. You might disagree. It was Howard the, the Duck? No, the giant-size team-up. No, it was with the Hulk versus the Thing on the cover. Rich Buckler uh, did the artwork for it. They were in a boxing match at Shea Stadium. Do you remember that? It was Marvel giant-size team-up. I have it. I'm sure I, I oh, do. it was a great remember. cover. Yeah. I'll always remember that because the Human Torch it snowed, and he used his f- firepower to melt the snow on the highway so cars could come to <laughs> Shea Stadium and watch the fight. And I always would think of that. How old were you when you read that? I was like six. Because oh, when I'd shovel snow, yeah. I'd always go, boy, I wish the Human Torch was here yeah. and melt the snow in the driveway. But no, but DC this week reprinted the Penguin first appearance. Yeah. And then they're going to reprint a bunch of other Batman books. So what was the Penguin from the 50s? It was the... No, it was the 40s. 40s. Okay. Uh, a detective comics and had a black cover with a red band. And he was very stylized. Yeah, he, he was a very he was pointy a nose. Jewel thief. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they like doing those facsimile books. I picked up a couple. They just redid Batman yeah. 1, well, which I know a, they've done that before. They had a flash. Sa- flash a fla- that, that was it. Yeah. Flash was this week. Yeah. Last week was the Penguin. And I think they did a Wonder Woman a couple. They did a Somebody Sensation Somebody said that they were doing... One of the guys at the comic store said they were reprinting... Issue by issue, War of the Gods. In the old Marvel one? No, no, it was a Perez. Oh, thing. the Perez one. Oh, I was thinking. But they the said they Marvel were doing reader. them like they'd done like a couple what issues already, and I'm like, really? That's it. Why don't you I saw the trade? Perez Wonder Woman get reprinted a while back, but no, I did not see. I saw two tribute books come out this week. If you're going to get all three, go did uh, tribute to Tom Palmer with a lot of interviews with Tom, and then uh, back issue did the. George Perez tribute issue, right, right. and it's also their 20th anniversary. Right. So, if you want to pick up a book that you'll read for literally weeks, the Tomorrow's magazine. Tomorrow's. Oh really my God, good. they're like yeah. novels. There's so many articles in there and stuff. And they do other books. They do Retro Fan, yeah. and they do the Creator. I mean, stuff. they put a lot into them. Yeah. I've been a fan of them since they did well, the Kirby Collector as a newsletter. That's them too. Yeah. Kirby Collectors them. Yeah. Oh yeah. The first thing they did was a Kirby Collector, but it was actually done as a eight and a half by eleven uh, black and white. Oh like really? A newsletter or like a yeah eight page thing. That's a good one. I like that magazine too. There, you know what I said? Why don't they reprint the Comics Journal? And someone told me they can't. I don't know. What do you mean? Who would own it at this point? The Comics Journal is still around. I mean, the, yeah, but the old... graphics is still around. Were that they the ones that did it in the 70s? Because yeah, yeah. I used to Gary buy Gloss. those. Yeah, and yeah, Tim yeah, Thompson, yeah. yeah. Used to buy them, and they were like, you know, like the readers, they were thick. I feel like they did do did they? a compilation of interviews. Oh. I'm pretty sure they did a book of interviews. They, they did a selection of like... I'm going to look for ones. that because there were some good interviews in that. I still got there. back issues. Do you really? I had a lot of them. No, I had a lot of them. I remember when we moved once, I was like, well, who wants... Because they were so big, these newsprint books. I go, why am I saving these? I got rid of 
comic scene. No, I, I shouldn't have, but I got rid of the I comics have reader. Rid of mine. I mean, I, I, I got know, no, there was the comics reader. I have the comics reader. I have a box of them. Starlog have... magazine made the comic scene. Remember that one? That yeah, was a no, Terry I, I, it Quinn. was the first time I Bob think I Greenberger, got... I think, did that one. Yeah, I, and actually, Eddie Berganza was part oh, of that, Oh, he was too. part of that? Yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of people came out of that. Well, that was the first magazine to profile me. Comic scene? Yeah. Oh, and they okay. Used, they, they what was on the cover? I had a lot of them. I don't remember, but they reproduced my paintings in there is what I remember. I was, I was very proud that my full-color painting stuff got, you know... Were you working on... Uh, no, you weren't on... It was the 80s, so you weren't on Shazam yet. It would have been... It would have been Christ. I want to say... I'll have... Yeah. We're still working on that, right? Um, you can line it up. <laughs> no, so... You don't but remember I, what book I, it was? No, I don't remember if it was, was it 89 or it something. It was definitely 88, 89 around Because I think that was the one that they actually recently, someone pulled a quote of me talking about Roy Thomas. Oh, it was, was that, that from Comic Scene? Yeah, because yes, Hank, yes, Hank yes, Canals yes. did the interview with me. Oh, okay. And I met Hank in like 85. Hank and Rob Liefeld. And, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had to be 89. Yeah. All right. What, what book were you on then? Superman. Superman, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. I had just done, maybe it was right when Adventures I finished Batman. It could have been like a Batman 89 yeah. thing, yeah, maybe that's what the spotlight was. You know, they show up now and then. I see those for like a dollar. Like if you go to, uh, sometimes you go to a comic show, a guy will have a yeah. box of old magazines and stuff. It's funny that you, I mean, I kept a lot of, I kept my comics I kept journals. of that stuff. I have the comics journals. The other one that I kept, which... I do think about... What's that? Sin Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I had those. Because they would do a whole issue oh my on God. Star Wars or, yeah. or Close yeah. Encounters or Superman. And it was... A lot of those people are oh, dead. Oh, God, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that they interviewed. And they they were really good as far as finding out oh, how yeah. they made those movies. No, there was another one called Sin Effects. Yeah, no, I had Which was a too. longer yeah. rectangular shaped book. That, Sin that Fantastic was... More... was more dense. Yeah, yeah, but Sin Effects oh, was more yeah. of the special effects right. and how they did the camera angles and the lighting and all that. It was really more techy. Yeah. But it had great article if you were into that. But in there Sin, was no making of back in then. In Sin Fantastic, when they did yes. the Terminator one, yeah. that was the only place, I remember that you long interview James with James Cameron, yeah. where he yeah. said, when I was a kid, I wanted, I thought I was going to be the guy who drew Iron Man. Oh, really? Yeah, it was this quote I didn't know he was an Iron Man fan. And it was the first time I was like, oh, he's a comic fan. And then, of course, we found out he was a comic fan because he kept circling Spider-Man. Yeah, I remember that. He almost directed Spider-Man in the late 90s. Well, in the canon, I I think I mentioned it before, my buddy Dave Grubler worked for the Menachem Goblis or Goblis. Remember that one? They had canon films had the rights. Golan Golan Globus. Globus. They had, sounds like a... They were Israelis, right? Yeah, they owned yeah. like um, they did Carol, Delta Carol, Force. Didn't and, they do Carol Co? Wasn't that their yeah, company? Yeah, Carla Co. Yeah, yeah, that was, was their movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was me. And thank you. Yeah, if I could just get the Parmesan cheese and the oregano and whatever the other thing is, it's garlic. Garlic salt. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. You want to pause? Yeah, everybody. Unless you want to hear Jerry and I eat pizza, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. No, but he he uh, he worked in those offices, and I'll turn it off in a second. He worked in those offices, and uh, they were trying to cast the uh, Spider-Man movie. And he has stories of John Ritter coming in to be Peter Parker and uh, Morgan Freeman. And there was like 
what? It was the, 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 it was the every day they'd get somebody just walking into their office and like, yeah, I want to try out for the Spider-Man movie because they had the rights to it for a long time, and uh, they did those bad Superman thank you. They did number four, right? Thanks. Right? Are they the ones that did the Masters of the Universe? Yes, I believe they did, yeah. They're, but didn't they end in a, a bad way? Or didn't they get caught for, like, money laundering? Or am I thinking of somebody else? Honestly, I don't know. I just know that they were... I they think did they got Chuck Norris out. movies, didn't they do, but like... They got bought out by somebody. Delta Force and all that stuff. It was the days of... Um, yeah, they did the Delta Force. They got bought out, I think. And oh. This is before Miramax and stuff. These were like the independent... They did the Punisher movie, if I remember, too, didn't they? Yeah. There was a lot of schlocky movies back then. Jerry and I, if, for your listening pleasure, I've just poured about a half a pound of Parmesan, <laughs> red pepper, oregano, and then... There's nothing better than eating a pizza at, like, late at night. Like, yeah, and then you go... the best well, dreams, right? and, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> oh, I had a doozy of a dream last night. It was about William Shatner coming to Terrificon with Neil Armstrong and then my brain realized in the dream that Neil Armstrong was dead and it ruined it don't you hate that sometimes like your your re, your normal brain kicks into your dream world it's like excuse me Elle McPherson would never be going out with you oh damn you dream and then I wake I have, up I have dreams about people who have passed away yeah and then I wake up and I go wait I know, where's I do my that. mom I do that and I went oh shit she's been dead for yeah. you know yeah I do that a lot yeah. I even had a dream about my dog Lobo. Oh. And he was very vivid. Yeah. And it was in the dream. It, when I woke up, I thought, I said, wait a minute, where did Lobo wind Yeah, up? I've done and that. And then I was like, oh, he's been dead since 85. No. Not to be maudlin, but no, I have those dreams sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm back home with my grandma and my, my dad. And then I'm like, oh, no, don't go away. And then you realize you're starting to wake up and you go, it's not real. And then they fade away. Well, on that happy note, hey, kids. Make sure you call your loved ones tonight. This oh, yeah, message is brought to you by AT and T. Their model, their remember their jingle. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> their jingle used to be reach <laughs> out, reach out and touch someone, <laughs> and you'll hear trouble. from HR tomorrow. <laughs> and that lawsuit is coming your way. I said that to Paul Kupperberg today. I said, remember the old, you know, AT and T Ma Bell commercials. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. It was reach out and touch. Yeah, that was the song. Nowadays you'd be sued. And it goes a young John Byrne right there. Ladies and gentlemen, we just saw John Byrne circa 1978 just walk by us. Look at him. Look at the stride he has. Look at the ego. No. Who was that go-getter? I also told, this before I paused the button, I said to uh, Paul Kupperberg, why didn't they ever make a movie with Shemp Howard and Winnie the Pooh and call it Shampoo? Or... If they were just going to do marketing, why didn't they have Shemp sell hair products and call it Shampoo? Hey, don't get yourself in the lather. Get yourself in a stooge. Shemp Howard presents Shampoo. He died too young. He did. And then I said, of course, Warren Beatty took the idea of Shampoo (laughs) and made a movie out of it. Changed the E to an A. And then he's in a movie where he's uh, having an affair with a 15-year-old Carrie Fisher. Which nowadays he'd be arrested on the spot. But it happened in that movie. That movie also had the first time I remember Uh-oh. a simulated uh, sex scene. Simulated, uh, what would you call it? I don't, uh, I don't know what your Jerry's gesturing with his hand. Yeah, simulated hand. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking no, about. The, remember the girl falls under the table. And, oh, oh, I see. Yeah. A little yeah. fellatio. That yeah. was very, which is a foreign word for 
beep. Yeah. That was the first time that was in a movie? I think so. I think they, well, it was in plenty of back, you know, casting couches, but sure. Sure, Jerry. Did you ever see the movie Carnal Knowledge with Ann Margaret and Jack Nicholson? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have thought there was a lot, or Bob, Ted, Carol, and Alice, which was like an original orgy movie, I guess. Then there was a TV show based on that that starred Robert hey, Urich. kids. Robert Urich. In one of his 50 different roles that Robert Urich had. He had the record for the most TV show. He was popular on the Q rating. He was. He, the Everybody Q. loved yeah. him, but the shows, every year he had a new oh, show. Oh, yeah. It's Spencer for Hire, Vegas, The New Love Boat. You couldn't get rid of... Uh, Those were the successes. Oh, and then he had the other ones, like Bob, Ted, Carol, and Alice, and Swap. Robert Urich. The poor man's Burt Reynolds. He was in a lot of stuff. Every year, his show would fail, he would be in a new one. Mm-hmm. You want to pause before? We're gonna pause it before we get complaints to that. But it, uh, the, the, if you can get beyond the noise of the bar, it it's actually a good show. All right. On that note, we'll take a pause. We'll be back. All right. I'm telling this story now because it's a good one. And oh, let's see the music stop. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. I was talking about being in New Haven, and Jerry was telling us stories about when he used to hang out with the the, the, the classic creators. We it the movie club. It the was movie Mike, club. Mike Zach and uh, John Beatty would be visiting from Florida. Yeah. And, and New Haven had a lot of clubs. We had 50s clubs. We had, like, uh, college, lot, mostly a lot of college bars because it's Yale and, yeah. and all the colleges. So anyway, there's a, a, a vegan restaurant on the corner called Claire's Corner Copia. It's still there. So outside in the summer, we're sitting there. And my friend Joe Murley, who I talk about, he's wearing... Remember cut-off jeans? Oh, yeah. Joe, I think he made his own. I never studied, but he had a lot of cut-off jeans. So he's wearing his Levi cut-off jeans, and his legs are exposed. And he always had these bony legs, like very pale, like he never went out in the sun. And, he's, and he wore... What are those? Are they Keds? You know, the old sneakers? The ones that didn't have the Campus. rubber toe? No, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was always wearing Keds and cut-off jeans. And he just, uh, that was his, his outfit. So we're there, and we're outside, and I'm having a lemonade, and this, uh, this this homeless person comes up to me and goes, do you have change for a quarter? And back <laughs> in the day, they were pay phones. So right. I'm thinking, maybe he needs to make a phone. I go, change for a quarter? Sure. And I reach in my pocket, and I pull out two dimes and a nickel. And I go, here you go, thanks. And he walks away. I go, what the hell was that? <laughs> and Joe goes, he didn't say he was going to give you something. He asked <laughs> yeah. if you had change for a quarter. I go, oh, my God, I just gave that man money. He goes, and back in the 80s, a quarter was something. It was 25 cents. Nowadays, it's probably worth a nickel. But anyway, so then this other homeless gentleman comes up, and he's missing a leg, and he's on crutches, and his leg has been cut off at the knee, so he's got like a stump. So he comes up to us, and he goes, and and we're talking, and he just interrupts us. He goes, hey, uh, give me some money. I go, excuse me, I'm talking to my friend. He goes, I don't care if you're talking. I said, well, we're having a conversation. He goes, I don't give a shit about your conversation. Give me some money. I said, I'm not giving you any money. He goes, I want money. I go, see that guy over there? He owes me 25 cents. Go see him. And the guy goes, what are you being funny? I go, no. So he comes around the table now to get in my face. And I'm looking over at Joe, and I don't realize what's happening because Joe is mortified. The blood has drained from his face. He's pure white. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with him? And he's not saying anything. 
And the guy's like, I want Tony. I said, you know what, sir? I would give you money any other day, but you are being so rude right now. I'm not giving you a thing. Now get out of here and, I, and, and go on. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, go to hell, your, your mother. So he, he hobbles off with his crutches, right? And I look at Merle and I go, why the hell didn't you say anything? He goes, the stump was on my leg. I go, what? He goes, he rested oh. the stump of his amputated oh. leg on my flesh. I could feel the nub of his bone on my skin. And I go, oh, that's gross. He goes, I have to go wash myself that now. So extra. Yeah. <laughs> but I always remember to this day, if I go, I go, the nub of his bone was on my thigh. And he always goes, oh, my God. I'm surprised I'm still alive. And I get it. But one of the things is, where we were sitting there, you remember phone booths, right? Remember oh, those yeah. little phone booths that were just That's like... That's where I used to change into Superman. Yeah, but remember, that it was just like a half phone booth. It was just like a small little yeah, yeah. thing. Right. Someone had left a pair of shoes, like loafers, like penny loafers, on top of the phone booth. So as we're talking, you would see people walk by. And I have a picture of it. I took a picture. This is the 80s. People would stop and look at those shoes. And it, some people would pick them up and look right. and a little bit at their feet like... Hey, these aren't a bad pair of leather shoes. Oh, no. And they put them back up there. This went on all night long. And finally, I looked over and somebody literally just took the shoes and left. <laughs> I'm like, I guess it was safer times back in the 80s that you would pick up strangers' leather shoes. You ever think of the person take who them left them? Them? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Was yeah. it Jesus? Who's walking around with no <laughs> shoes on right now? But I just remember people walking by, looking at the shoes, going, hey... Are these free? That's a nice pair of shoes or something like that. Somebody uh, got home and like, what the hell happened to my shoes? No, but I... <laughs> Why are my feet bleeding? No, but this conversation started because we talked about our... My son lives in New York and your son lives right. in Brooklyn. Both your sons live in Brooklyn. And how they go to bars and stuff. And I go, I remember literally you could walk down the street and go to different types of bars yeah. one after another. You go to a sports bar. Yeah. You go to a college bar. You go to a 50s bar. You go to an Italian old person's bar. Irish bar. And it, it would just be one bar after another, and it was like, that's what you did. You didn't drive around. Well, like we were talking you, about Gentry's like Gentry's, Gentry's was a New Haven, yeah. It was pretty much next to Toad's Place. It was, yeah. And Toad's there. Place always had bands Oh, they always playing. had famous yeah. rock stars. You could go in there, but I mean, you could see a local band. We and did, it was we would like see that, yeah. much of a cover charge. No, it was yeah. like a couple bucks to get in, really. But that, it was always nightclub music going on there, yeah. And then you'd get a weird mix. Because Yale was across the street, so you had all the rich right. kids. Then you get all the blue-collar kids from New Haven there. Then you get the professionals that worked in the city, like the lawyers and the secretaries and the, the You had the accounts. University of New and Haven. And then the university, UNH and was there, would come Southern downtown. Connecticut. Yeah. I was in Southern, so we'd get yeah. Albertus Magnus. There's like five colleges yeah. in New Haven, so you'd get tons of young people. So do you remember the Italian neighborhood? That yeah. Had the restaurant and it had yeah. the... Um, Tony Lucille's, Pepe's. Well, not pizza place, but a fancy, yeah. more fancy. It was fancy. called Tony Lucille's. It was on okay. the corner, across the street from uh, Libby's. And there was like a Italian bakery that Lube, was right yeah. near there. Lubicello's. Yeah. Yeah, that was we on Grand Avenue. There. That was like a nice place to eat. They redid Pepe's, actually. Yeah, yeah, they just redid Pepe's. You go in and now it's all nice. Oh, yeah. They got like tables and coffee. Coffee. You coffee, you can get espresso, all that stuff. There's that little section of New Haven. It's all yeah, it was up. it was a cool area. They had all the brownstones too. Yeah. Like you'd walk down the street, yeah. look like a little piece of, uh, I guess Brooklyn, really. Well, Inker Bob Smith had a. Oh, did he live over there? On Elm? Yeah, Elm Street's down there. Yeah, his apartment. Elm is where Elm. Fitzwillies was. That was another great oh, bar. Fitzwillies, the yes. bar. That's the one I was trying. to I used of. to go there for buffalo wings. Yeah. That kept me alive for four years in college because yeah. every five to seven o'clock they'd have happy hour. 
or two hours, yeah. and we'd go in there, and they'd have drink specials. Yeah, you could literally a, get a beer. And where was for, That was on the corner of Elm and Broadway. So it was, it was right near the comic store. Right, right. Okay. We'd go to Flash Comics, and it became Whirly Gig Comics, right. and, it, and we'd go to the Fitzwillies. Yeah. It was right near Ruby's, which was another bar that was across the street. I definitely remember we went to Fitzwillies. Oh, yeah, it was a good place. But we would go to the York Cinema. Yeah, New York Cinema was across the street at the thing, Cutler's Records. Yeah. Cutler's would be open until like 11 o'clock at night. I just saw the other day an article I posted on my Facebook page of what diners are still open 24 hours oh. in Connecticut. Because it used to be like all diners were open 24 hours, yeah. but now it's not a thing anymore. Well, people used to go to a diner after at four bar or five. Yeah, the, yeah. We, we would go to the bars till they Is closed. Is bar time earlier now? It's 1 or 2 o'clock depending on the but day. I mean, places aren't open that late. Well, you mean diners, bars? Bars should be. A lot I don't. Of them aren't. I don't drink as. I don't go to bars anymore. Like when I'm we old. Get out of a movie. Yeah, we go to a bar. Be 1030, there's no place open because they're closing at eleven. Well, you look where this? we are now. Yeah, I remember. But I'm that. just saying, you know. like when we tried to go near. Oh Olympia, God, yeah! Remember we drove around that night. Nothing. Everything was yeah. closed. However. If you go to certain diners, I remember they'd have like champagne on the menu. Not that uh, I'm drinking champagne at four in the morning, right, right. but they had the filet mignon. I mean, <laughs> and you the, got the good diner champagne. You know what's open at like <laughs> the, the Blue Star, oh, yeah. right near the comic shop in yeah. Newtown. That's oh, yeah, a 24 hour. Yeah, because it's right off the highway. It's, it's off 84. The truckers yeah. eat there. Yeah. But in where we live, apparently Fairfield still has a 24 hour diner. The Andros. Yes. That's and Norwalk has one too, yeah. and then New Haven's got only one left that's still a twenty-four hour. Yeah. But when I was a kid, there was a lot of twenty-four hour places. We used to go and hang out. I think it was also because people worked second shift. Yeah, there were a lot of people who. Oh worked yeah, there was nights. a night shift at the post office, yeah. at the stores, the grocery stores. They really stocked shelves. There clearly aren't. Those no, thanks jobs. to Amazon, wiped everything out. Well, Amazon's probably running. They probably ships. do, but they don't have. The only thing that's open late night now, only drive through is like Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts yeah. and, and McDonald's. Maybe you'll have a 24 hour. But you it's not the, the same. Uh, egg in a drawer. Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that freeze dried egg. Let me just add water and microwave it. <laughs> Here you go. It's just like, yeah, order, like mom made. People don't realize yeah. this. They're like, what, two in the morning? Yeah. If they're open and you order. Oh, an no. Egg, you know what we used to eat? It's like they got the egg in a little drawer. You know what was a staple? No, you know what was a staple? French fries. Uh, we would yeah. eat French fries oh, yeah, smothered yeah. in ketchup at five yeah. in the morning, or gravy. Some of the guys would get we gravy. We always got eggs. We just eggs were always we good protein. Eggs, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wipe the drink off you. Put some hot sauce on it. Hot, hot sauce. sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> and then uh, I remember my friend Joe, same guy, was trying to pick up the waitress. Do they even call it picking up? I don't know what they term is nowadays. But sexually anyway, harassing. Sexually harassing. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he became a lawyer. Back in the day, it was picking up on the waitress. But it, the girl's name was Cricket. Hitting on the waitress. Hitting the Crick. Hitting yeah. on the waitress. Yes. Making affectionate overtones. Making whoopee. Making whoopee. <laughs> 23 Skidoo. But she, her name was Cricket. And she was our waitress all the time. She's like, how y'all doing? My name's Cricket. I'm like, like the English ball game? She's like, what? Yeah, I'm no, like, she's sure. like more like, like that thing that's sitting like, in your bulkhead making that chirping sound. Like, more like Jiminy, she would say. <laughs> Speaking of Jiminy Cricket, I'm going to segue into a comic book story. Oh, no. Did you get the new Captain America this week by I J. Did, Michael Straczynski? I did, not read it. It was I did last read it. Week. Oh, it was last last week. Week. I, Hey, yeah. man, I'm behind. I'm still, I, I read, read it a lot. I, I did pick Of course I picked it up. There was multiple covers on it. This week was um, another number one from Marvel. Oh, God damn, I can't think of it. They just redid it. I'm like, oh, was it Blade? I don't know. Marvel seems to be doing number ones every other week. Oh, Immortal Thor came out. 
Captain America. I'm sure Spider-Man's probably due for a number one any day now. And uh, what's going on with the, the, the DC books? I picked up a Action Power Girl book, oh, actually. Yeah, she had number Girl. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, Action Comics was this week. Oh, was it? I've Is been that Philip action. Michael Thomas? Yeah. No, Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah. That was Tubbs on, yeah, he was on Miami on Vice. Miami Vice. Uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson. Yes. Two presidents. <laughs> what is, is he still writing it? Yes. Yeah. And what's up with and his Hulk? I've been reading his Hulk. Oh, that's right. He's, He's doing, doing the Hulk yeah. horror book as the Hulk stuff is from. Did you read? Have you been reading? Hulk? I read Immortal Hulk, and then the well, no, the Johnson. new Hulk is yeah. He, then Johnny Cage's last over. issue yeah. just had Man Thing in it. I did not read that yet because yeah. I'm a huge Man Thing yeah. fan. As people know, <laughs> yeah. that I'm fond of my giant sized Man Thing. <laughs> the best joke ever. Thing. So Fantastic Four's been good. It has been good. They just did an issue where that was really kind of clever. Yeah. It was a couple of weeks ago, but it was the thing, and he's the guy who figures out like what's going on. Oh, oh, the storyline. Did you I read thought, it? No, I haven't oh. read that yet. No, I thought he was like singing that song. What's going on? No, it was like there what's was going on. There was weird what's stuff happening. Yes. and he was the one who figured it out with the help of a dog. Dog? Yeah. A dog. Yeah. Uh, it was just really I did clever. read Marvel Ryan, Unleashed. Is it Ryan North is the writer? Yes, yes, He's is. really clever doing a good... I mean, Dan Slott did a good Fantastic Four. Yes, he did. This is like a different take on it, and uh-huh. it's really good. I read uh, Marvel Unleashed, which is a lot of the, the super pets type oh, yeah. of thing from Marvel. I like pets. But uh, did you read any independent stuff? I saw there was a new Ahoy book this week. Second, Second Coming, Coming was out. Was a good yeah. book. Mark yeah. Russell. Yeah. Yeah, not Mark Russell, the comedian that used to play the piano. Right. I think he's dead. But the capital steps. Died, I think yeah. he finally shook off his moral code. He's not to be confused with a. What was the cart? Jack Carter. Oh, the guy. Who, there was Norm Crosby and Jack Carter. They were like the same guy. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, well, Norm Crosby had the the, the, sh- the, the thing with the words. Things where yeah. You, yeah, get everything wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he was deaf. What? Norm Crosby. He was deaf. What? What? Who? No, he had a lot of hearing aids. <laughs> or what, hearing, whatever they call them now. So what is it called? A malapropism? When what the hell's that? Something wrong, like when you get the phrase wrong. He would always do that was this Snigl- whole thing. Oh, no. That was uh, no, Rich would, Hall. But, but he would do the Miller Lite commercials. Yes, he and did. he would do yes, his little yes, stick, yeah. which yeah. is always like... It's fortitude with nutrients. He would get whatever it was, he gets yeah. something wrong. Yeah. That was his one-hit wonder. I'm going to bring this up right now. Nobody knows what I'm talking about, which is often. Did you ever see the movie with Boris Karloff that had the fake Martin and Lewis? They couldn't get Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, so they got like almost like impersonators. The guy did that crazy Jerry Lewis, like lady. I like, saw it. I probably did. But see it was it. like the it was like the, the it was like the were. poor man's version. But of, were they like you know knockoffs? Johnson were, and Oli or something? No, no, it wasn't that. But it was like you know. Peter Rezzatelli as the Dean Martin and right. starring as the Jerry Lewis character. What was the name of the movie? I don't know. Boris <laughs> Karloff. Something in Bride of the Gorilla, maybe? Oh, that's funny. It was, but the thing of it is, Jerry Lewis sued the guy yeah. for stealing his shtick, and then Jerry hired the guy to be uh, like his stand-in or something like that. Because it sounds a little like the Ghostbusters thing where, hey, oh, we yeah, really yeah. want Huey Lewis to do this. We, you're the only guy who can do it. Sorry, I can't do it. Okay, we're going to get Ray Parker Jr. to do a Huey Lewis song for Ghostbusters. Is that true? And then they, Huey Lewis sued. Oh, he got did? A, got a writing credit on the song. Yeah, he got money out of it. Who are you going to call him? Ghostbusters? Huey? Really? Yeah. Oh, they I did not know Huey that. Lewis to do it. Oh. So it's like a 
easy to prove that, I guess. Like, I guess yeah. so. Here's one for you out of nowhere. I just did an article on archaeology today about this underground city they found. It goes down 18 stories underground. Looks like an anthill. And they said thousands of people lived in it, and it goes back like five to 6,000 years ago. It's, I don't know where the hell it is. It's somewhere out in the Chicago? Middle East. It's in Chicago. Yeah. So, but the thing of it is, why do you think, how did, first off, how did they build it? And don't say aliens. Two, how did they excavate all that stuff? Three, how did they light underground torches? I mean, did they bring fire down there? And three, did you think it smelled like shit underneath the ground? But do you know for a fact that people were living in multiple yes. levels? Or was it that... Because they used to always build cities on top of the ruins of no, other no, cities. No, no, no. This was... It looked like an anthill. It was really like that's did. clearly like if you go... London, like layers. Yeah, it's it built upon Rome, it. Roman yeah. cities are... Underneath right. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I'm saying, what do you think happened? But Three if it's in the desert, it would probably get covered over and someone would build their own thing on top of it and on top of it. No. This no. was underground. What okay. do you think happened five, 6,000 years ago that forced these people to move underground? Probably bad weather. You really think so? Volcanoes? I don't know. Bad air? I don't know. I don't know. What else would you go under? Gas house Heat? effect? Maybe it's super hot? I don't know. It's just, well, the temperature is always a constant temperature. Yeah. But it just seems no, no, odd I mean, to underground, me. Underground, it's constant. Yes. But if, there's, if you had like a really blazing hot summer, yeah, and people were like, "Hey, this is crazy. I can't live like this anymore. Let's go underground." Did you ever hear the hollow earth idea? Yeah. That there's a hole in the earth yeah. that people are living in it. Yeah, I think there's holes in people's heads. Well, but... there's that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it's just I very think curious. Warlord lived in one of those. Oh, the Mike Grell character? Yeah. Oh. Which was the Edgar Rice Burroughs. It was yeah. Pellucidar, wasn't it? Was that the I don't city know. in the middle of the Earth? I don't know. Yeah, it was based on that. Well, they thought there was a hole in the North Pole, like that in Savage the, Land. That was when the Edgar Rice Burroughs thing. Oh, there really? was a civilization in, in and the Earth. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, middle yeah. Of, yeah. 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 No, I don't know. Could be possible. People would need sunlight. Wouldn't you think so? Or they Unless look you're like going to eat livers. In, raw livers or something. Oh, that happened. I mean, the Eskimos, the Inuit. Yeah. They eat a they, lot of fish livers. livers yeah. because yeah. you get vitamin D from right. livers. Yeah. If you don't get the sun, like in areas where the yeah. sun doesn't rise you. for six months or yeah. whatever. So I, mean, I don't know. ways to compensate. The guy just came back from the space. He was up there for 370 days, set a record. What do you think the first thing he did when he got back? I'm asking. I don't know. Collapsed because his leg say, couldn't support. I was going to say he probably has the spine of a jellyfish. What is this right gravity now. stuff? Three hundred seventy. I figured he took a dump and then took a shower. Yeah. Right. He probably went to McDonald's. Dude, those guys are waving their hands around. Either they're doing sign language or they're both more Italian than I am. You missed it a couple minutes ago. He looked like he was flagging down an airplane. I was like, what the frick is going on over there? But so what else is going on? Mitch? I don't know, Jerry. What else is happening? Let's talk to our. Our fans were dying to know about comic books. Uh, what's, oh, I bought one of those best of the EC weird science books that they had at the shop. Oh, yeah, those are good. I picked it up. Yeah, it's like six issues of the classic uh, EC books. Yeah. Wally Wood, a lot of those stories. I have the whole I, set. Oh, do you really? They did them in the 80s. Oh, those Russ big Gawker. bound. Yeah, yeah. The are they in color, though? Because these the are in color. The mad one in color. But I like them in black and white because oh. they were shot from the original art. Oh, well, I read this. But the, you know what it actually takes me out of it is that typeface because I knew they were doing it on electric typeface. We were lettering. Yeah. Yeah. It takes me out of it for it's a bit. It's a template. Right. 
It doesn't feel... Remember, that was a big thing in drafting. Typesetting, yeah. No, it was drafting. It was an arm. It was like an articulated Oh, so you would do this, yeah, and it would do the the letter. It was a template that would do the little perfect... Basically, the pen would run in the template. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Frank showed his show the other day. Remember the old wheel? Yeah, to do lettering, you still have that. He was showing how he did it the old-fashioned way, where he ruled the lines out, and then he went in there and did oh, the, no, yeah, the lettering. That, it's the Ames lettering. The guy. Ames lettering guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. When's the last time you used? That's when they used to letter on when top of the doing, art. I think when I did my first proton. But did you? Yeah. yeah. No one does that anymore. It's all typesets. You know the joke of it is what the. The letterer would have to put the page on a drawing table with a T-square and everything. Yeah, and rule the lines. Because yeah. the Ames lettering guide, you'd put the pencil in a little hole. Yeah. You would set it to a certain percentage. Yeah. Like 4.2. Yeah. And then you could run, here's your lines for the type, yep. and here's the, the spacing letting. between the, the lines. Yes. But you all, you'd run it across, and a lot of letterers would do that across the whole page. Oh, really? They'd go so over the artwork? all over your whole page with these the pencil lines. though yeah yeah but they would run the lines because there'd be balloons on the left and on the right yeah 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 they didn't want to do them separate so they'd run lines across the whole thing but then they'd erase them right? no because your they pencils wouldn't. are there you oh couldn't erase them. so the guy had an ink over them? so here's the funny thing don't tell me the lines got picked up in the ink adventure to superman yeah when john Beatty was inking back in the 80s well john was having fun was he gassed up he got no he got behind on the deadline yeah so, Mike Carlin, Jonathan Peterson, Mike's wife, uh, um, Ronnie, oh. um, Dennis's girlfriend, Rosemary, everybody showed up at Zach's house to on ink. a weekend yeah. to ink these pages for John. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like There's 18 no way pages had to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike Carlin was doing ba- backgrounds. I was doing main figures. Yeah, yeah. And Mike was doing backgrounds, Carlin. Yes. And Mike finishes the backgrounds on this one page and he hands it to me. To do the figures. Don't tell me. And I said, uh, where's the editor here? He inked the, the, All the lettering, lettering guidelines oh, because no. the letterer had left them outside the balloon. So we had to go white them all out? I think we just put black over Did you really? Yeah. But it was just, that's what... what issue was that? Maybe we go back and look and be like, why is everybody I in I want to say Venetian it was the uh, Millennium... Oh, I remember Millennium. Yeah, yeah. The Millennium. The Manhunters. Where they were underground in the sewer, actually. Speaking of underground, see, it all ties together. It's a a plan to this. And I remember in that story, I drew Ralph Cramden and uh, Ed Ed Norton. Norton. Yeah, in the when they were in like plastic tubes or something. By I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and Steve Englehart. Yes. I only heard this secondhand. Caught it. But no, from Steve Englehart to someone else. Who then related to me? They said, "Yeah, Steve Englehart questioned whether there would be sewers, a sewer system under Smallville." I'm like, "Well, clearly there was because we had Norton was there." Yeah. yeah. The things that the guys worried about back in the day. <laughs> what else did I pick up this week? Uh, oh, did you? Oh, I gave you your the yes, extra my, copy. my Michael Gold. Note that IDW. We, IDW did the Michael Golden Artist Edition. Yes, they did. Which is really pretty fabulous. I know, and here's the sad thing. I got two copies because I have a piece of I have a piece of art in there, which and is a what me. if cover yes. of Doctor Strange with Mordo and yes. Clea. And yeah. You did that? That was one of the pages I own that I oh. scanned for them. Well here's the deal. Here's the deal. I sound like Obama. Here's the deal. Uh if you ever saw, you don't watch a lot of YouTube, I do. I have a lot of personal problems. But the K, <laughs> K-Fabe, K-A-Y-F-E-B-E, 
Yep. They it's a um, Ed Pass Pisker and Jim Rugg. Right. Somebody say this name. I know the name. Yes, yeah. they do. They're artists. Well, every every single day, every day, they get a different comic book out of Ed's like fifty thousand collection. I talked to them. They're not Baltimore. drinking beer and eating. Pizza. No, they should be. But they just put it under the camera, and they turn the pages, and they go over whatever book it is. They talk about the art, the stories, the whatever. But they just showed the Michael Golden book that you gave me today. Thank you. And they went over every page, and I was like, I love you guys. I love what you're doing, but you're also, like, probably screwing up the sales of that book. Because why would I go buy it now if I could just watch your little kayfabe and see it? But other than that, it's a great show, so if you get a chance... They did the, the design stuff. Uh, Red Room yeah. is Ed Pisker's book. It just came out. And uh, the, those gra- the Marvel Grand Design, the Hulk. I remember the Grand yeah, Design. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's Jim Rugg. He does that. Very good books. But uh, it's a great show if you've never seen that. Um, well, what else did I watch? The historian guy just did an interview with Roy Thomas. There's a comics historian thing okay. that used to be Dave Armstrong. Yeah. The old comic historian guy. Okay. And he has great interviews with, like, Jesus, God, Gil Kane, and all the guys from the ninth. Right, and Jesus God, on. and Jesus God Himself. He comes on. You know, he worked on a couple of image books. Jesus, Jesus did, yeah. yeah, yeah. Prophet. He was one of those guys <laughs> before uh, before uh, life fell. Jesus had a whack at it, but then I heard he had to quit though. Got into some weird stuff. I don't want to get into it, but so wait, you, know, you say Jesus rehab. created prophet, and then seven days later. He yeah. created Rob Liefeld, who then... Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus created Liefeld. That's how it works. No, 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 no. Did Jesus ever have his own comic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joe Son Cooper. Son of God. The in Bible National Bible. Lampoon. No, but I had Son some... Son of God was a series in National Lampoon. Neil Adams drew. Is that true? Yeah. I never... Was it was shit. the Adventures of Jesus. By Neil Adams? Yeah. National I've Lampoon. never heard of this. Son of God. I'm going to go look for I that. I think it was written by, what was the guy? Larry uh, Hama? Michael. Oh, the, oh, Keith? Uh, oh, Donahue? Yeah, yeah. From Saturday Night Live, yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Wrote a Jesus comic strip. I'm pretty sure he wrote Neil it. Adams illustrated. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. I did not know that. Well, I they also did Dead Man. Maybe oh, I'm, or the, I think, well, there's a difference a between Dead, dead man. man and Jesus. No, they did. Dead Man was a dead guy. Well, so was Jesus. But the Son of God, I'm pretty sure, was yeah, three in multiple days off. episodes. Oh. National Lampoon Lampoon. was like too adult for me. Yeah. I was a kid. Mad Magazine was as racist as we got. Yeah, but the cool thing is, when I was like 16 or 15, yeah, you were I old. could buy a National Lampoon yeah, on a, at a drugstore. Because they had boobs in And then when you got it home, it's like, oh, there's girls there's bo- were, yeah. they're naked. Yeah, yeah exactly. I had to those... They would do the naked fumetti kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes. Roy Thomas is in I one know. of those. Yeah, know, it's kind naked. Of... With his then wife, I think Jeannie, not but that, Danny. That'll kill your movie. You know? Well, yeah, seeing her naked Roy. But the thing of it is, <laughs> I had to settle for uh, Savage Sword of Conan for my oh, yeah. uh, nudity in comics. I couldn't afford the uh, National Lampoons. The nuns would have beaten me to a pulp for that. National Lampoon was a fun magazine. It I bet it was. Weird. There's no magazines Mad. like that. Nowadays. I never read. I well, missed that age. There's no magazines. I had, I, I love Mad Magazine. To, but I immediately went to National. Did you really? No, no, no. Mad kept me going in the. I think that's why all my friends had the bizarre. I probably read more sick. sarcasm. I think oh, I, read I didn't sick like sick. I like John Severn. No, he did crap. Or crap. 
I had yeah, 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 Crack was Severin. Yeah, and I Crazy like, was I like Marvels Severin, with so, Hama and, those, yeah. and Hawk, uh, yeah. Alan Kupperberg did most of them. Mike Carlin and, and did he? Too, really? Yeah. And then um, so did, uh, what's his name before he changed his name? Kurt, uh, Priest. He was Owsley then. Jim Owsley. Jim Owsley yes. was working on Crack. But there was Mad Magazine. Crack Magazine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. He was working. He was on crack when he was Someone's working. Gonna to, pull these yeah, exactly. Out, here, gonna... out of context, the Terrificon owner says that Jim Owsley was no, on no, crack. No, no. What? Yeah, the magazine. No, there was crack magazine. There was a sick magazine. No, sick was Joe Simon. Oh, gee, that was his. Yeah, that was his thing. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah. Is there any? It's weird that the newsstand would sustain like four different. I was gonna say, what other euphemisms do we use for mental illness and make money on it? Well, at the time, you also had. Hustler, Playboy, what was the other? Penthouse, and then the guy I used to work for. Oh, my favorite mental health monthly. Yeah. <laughs> no, the guy I used to work for did Club Magazine, but I didn't work oh. for Club Magazine. Yeah. I worked for Micro Warehouse. Right. Little known fact, you kids that grew up in the nineties oh, and two thousands. If you bought computer software from Micro Warehouse, Mac Warehouse, Datacom Warehouse, which was my book, and PC Warehouse, the owner of that company. Also promoted, Fiona Press was the name of it, named after his daughters, which is weird too. Did Club Magazine, which was raunchier. Was Club like Penthouse? It was worse than Penthouse. It was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was ugly. It's funny to think back. But I'm going to tell you a story about that. We worked in the same studio. We were doing the catalogs for but the... But they weren't bringing models No, no, well, there's a story about that, too. But anyway, what would happen is... Remember the old flatbed scanners? Yes. It would always retain the image of what you just scanned last. So I'd go over with, like, a, a CD drive or a modem that I had to scan for the catalog, and you'd go to look down at the display screen, and there was maybe someone... Oh, in the oh, throes of some yeah, yeah. passionate affair it wasn't with the that they were goat. leaving it in the machine. No, it was just they remember like, the last image yeah, yeah. there, so you'd see it looked like a gynecological exam <laughs> sometimes, and you'd be like, "Oh my, I have to put a disk drive in here now." So anyway, <laughs> but you were going to say something before I interrupted. No, I was going to say Omni when you're at a certain age, there's an appeal when you're like a, a male back in the 70s and the 80s but now they have 17. the internet no I know they we don't need that, that stuff but anymore you would, you would think like when am I going to be old enough to be able to get away with buying a Playboy without really somebody give you a hard was time was that your deal yeah so, you scored had, did you have to go out of town I, had, I grew up you had a mustache no, no, but I did I was able to grow a mustache yeah. about, I was about 15 yeah so I really? could go in and do oh, that. Oh, really? Jerry Ordway with a mustache when he was 15 yeah, years old? Really? I did. Did you buy cigarettes and smoke? No, I didn't smoke. Liquor? No. How old was liquor? I just get away with not getting carded in bars. Look at that. Can I take any empties out of your guys' way? Sure. Yeah, we're all set. Um, no, what year is this then? 78? No, I was, uh, it would have been 77? Six? Yeah, unfortunately, I graduated in 75. What was the drinking age then? 12? 18. Wow. But see, in 75... You were old enough. I was born in 57. Jeez, my sister was too. So I was... It's her I birthday graduated last week. and I didn't turn 18. I graduated in June. Mm-hmm. I had till November to turn 18. Yes, sir. So I would go with... Mike Macklin and his buddies, and he'd say, "Hey, you know, we we'll go play basketball. Yeah. And we'll go to the local bar, get a brewski." And I would sit there with them, and I'd be drinking beers and stuff. Yeah, and Mike didn't know that I was seventeen. Really? And then at one point, when I said, "Oh, 
you know, you can't go to that rated R movie, guys. A, I'm having a birthday. Kidding. My birthday's, uh, you know, he's, oh, how old are you? I said 18. It was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then the lights came on. But when I was 16, yeah. I would go into this, there was like a smoke shop that had magazines. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. They also had a comic rack. Yeah. But I was able to... Head shops. Buy a couple of magazines. Yeah, we used to go into head shops to buy stuff. And I felt like I was getting away with something. Hello. Everything smelled like incense. Like, what's going on here? A lot of beaded curtains, too. Well, a lot of cigars. A lot of... Yeah, a lot of weed. smoke shop had... No, no, it was a smoke shop, like regular Oh, we had the owl shop, which is in New Haven. This was a cigar Which was a cigar shop with a humidor. Yeah. Yeah. And they would... You have to walk through... The weird thing is... You had to walk through it to get to the comics. When I was 15, yeah, there was... It was in... You always have to go find stuff that didn't make it to the newsstand, right? Exactly. So I'd go any place that potentially had comics. Yeah. The smoke shop. You'd have to go through and walk the gauntlet of all the dirty magazines. Yeah, to get to the, the comics. Comic Why would they put the, the comics back? in the back? Beyond because the probably they thought kids were going to steal them. So uh, the comics were way in the back where the... Com- it's the okay that they're exposed to pornography, but yeah, yeah, we just yeah. don't want that. So you'd walk past and try sense. not to look... But you'd, you'd try to look, but you don't want to be obvious. I get it. Yeah, don't, don't glare at them. Yeah. I remember they used to sell them at like the Seven Elevens. Remember the convenience yeah, store? Yeah, we didn't have Seven. No, well, the, well, the Wawa's or Krausers yeah, now. Didn't have that so you'd go and you'd end up buying like you we know just had a sandwich. Yeah, but I remember the guy ringing me up yeah. would be there, and behind him there'd be a rack, not a rack rack, but a rack of like magazines. Yeah. And you're sitting there, and he's you know you're buying yeah. milk and eggs, and there's like an orgy going they on behind him. They used to put the wrappers on them, but yeah. Put, Brown paper yeah. or something. In front not of all that. the time, yeah. though. But I don't know. we didn't have in Milwaukee. We didn't have any places like a Wawa or like. You didn't a have like a deli, like a little Dakota deli. No, it wasn't a big thing. You'd have a corner really? grocery store, but not a sandwich shop. But you didn't have sandwich shops that really? had magazines. The other we day, had submarine shops that sub made shops. sub, sub yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroes, Grove, Grinders. We had Obies. a couple of good ones. In Milwaukee, Cousins was the best. Yeah. But, but you'd have to go to a drugstore and no. have a spinner rack. I told you before, I just listened to Will, Willem Dafoe, real yeah. name William Dafoe, talk about talk about growing yes. up in Wisconsin, yep. in Milwaukee yeah. in particular, and they were asking about cheese. Now, he's almost your... I think he's a little older than you, Isn't not he much. in his 70s? Yeah. Well, you're almost knocking on the I'm door. I'm 60, 66 this year. 66. Yeah. Okay, anyway, I was like, oh, my sister's not as old as I thought. But um, he talked about that, but then he moved out to New York yeah. to get into theater. So I was just saying, you could have been in well, stores at the same the time. Yeah, but I'm saying, into, yeah. you could have been walking the same dirty streets of Milwaukee with uh, the Green Goblin. Yeah. But he doesn't have an accent either. He doesn't have that Milwaukee sound. Milwaukee. It's a, it's Milwaukee the and Chicago side. have that. Same well, Dan Jurgens has that upper northern. But that's more like Fargo. He's almost in Canada with that because thing. Because in yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota, is, that's it. Yeah, like Green Bay Ooh. is up near there. Yeah. So you get more of the Fargo, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's a Norwegian, Swedish. There's a lot of yeah. Norwegian, Swedish population. Actually, I heard Liam Neeson on. Uh, Conan O'Brien's show saying that the Jamaican accent is very Irish. Oh, yeah. Never put that together, but he said when you go to those islands, you'd actually detect a little was bit this of the Irish. One that he did recently? Just a couple weeks ago, yeah. I did actually listen to that. Because yeah, that was a good one, yeah, yeah. Conan. About Leo, yeah. going to church and getting yeah. caught with the priest with the masturbation. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then he was talking about he's going to be doing the police academy movies. Right. Or, 
Not police squad. Police squad. Yeah. The, Leslie, the, naked gun, whatever they call him. Seth MacFarlane. He's going to be we, doing we, Leslie we Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be the end of his career. I mean, how many times can he have somebody get kidnapped? My God, every other week it's You'd a new think that would have been the end of <laughs> Why does he just make a comedy based on one of those movies at this point? And he's 70-something years old. And I think Sam Jackson might be in the 70s now. He is. It's weird to watch Nick Fury. I'm like, holy crap, Nick Fury's in the 70s? Everyone got old. Well... Tom Cruise is 60 now? We're getting older. No, you are. I'm not. How old are you? 57. Okay, you're getting close. Shut up. (laughs) I'm not. I still read comic books. Every week, it's funny. Well, this is something, again, it's like when you... Everybody's got kind of a what a mental image of what old is. I yeah. And I still think about my mom when I would talk to her about you know she passed away in '95. Yeah. But when we talked on the phone, and she was she made it. She to, was your age now. She made it to 78. Yeah. But she would say, "Oh, there was this old lady on the bus," and I yeah. said, "Mom." How I say old that was too. this lady? I say that when I walk in the stores, I see old guys walking by me, and then I go. Oh, is that son of a bitch? Well, see, when I'm describing something to Rachel, to my daughter, yeah, I'll say, yeah. you know, as an older person, like somewhere around my age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. At least you don't call kids, younger people, hey, kids. Hey, kid. I do that a lot. <laughs> so, what? What, sh- what was the, com- we were on comic books, but go on. We, for a brief moment. Thor was really good. Oh, we're back to Ewing's that. Ewing's yeah. Thor was good. J.R. Uh, Ewing? Yeah. Al Ewing. I said Ewing. Yeah, yeah, Ewing. Everybody would know. Ewing, you kids. Ewing. His first issue of Thor was really good. Thor is back in his old costume, which was kind of fun. Yes, he is, the Jack Kirby, or Um, whoever. The other thing that was fun, and I was, I think I told you about it, it was cryptid. Cryptid. You told me this, Sasquatch book. Did you ever try to find it? I asked Jay, he goes, yeah, we had it. Thanks, Jay. I'm like, is it still here? Oh, nope, we had it. Yeah, I was, it was like, thanks, fun. buddy. I think, especially since you like that stuff. I, I, well, I like Bigfoot. I'm a Bigfoot yeah. fan. I want so much a Loch Ness monster. I think he's got an attitude. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, oh, Bigfoot's cool. Jay's obsessed with his Yeti attack in Russia. Have you ever seen that documentary on HBO about how this group of college kids go out in the? the I haven't the, seen it, but I they just get got... apparently they get ripped in shreds by yeah. Yetis. Yeah. But then a guy came and figured it all out how it really could have happened yeah. there was an avalanche they panicked they ran out into the snow they went nuts they ripped their eyes out they ate somebody's heart it gets a little weird but eh, there's no yetis though speaking of neil adams he did believe in that before he passed away yeah. he was getting into the bigfoot yeah. not gout but <laughs> it's like that, yeah. he was getting into the bigfoot like well the uh, kids if you're listening now <laughs> get into the go to youtube and google neil adam and expanding earth and there's yeah. a bunch of videos well, where earth, neil talks about the earth is getting his bigger earth thing was he was big on that pangea yeah 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 the, yeah. the single yeah the continental uh, continent drift. that spreads into what we know as in continents. all of our yes Continental Drift is what saved Indiana Jones in the last style of destiny. <laughs> Out of nowhere, he's screaming, Continental Breakfast! <laughs> what? You get a Danish and a coffee! <laughs> what? My neighbors see I like when people come up to me and start yelling at me about Indiana Jones movie. I'm like, I'm sitting there with my dog. Why did you make such a terrible the, movie? Yeah, this lady comes up to me out of I nowhere. I liked it anyway. I don't know. She goes, yeah, I didn't like that Indiana Jones movie. I go, I didn't write it. And she goes, I thought it was boring. I go, listen, I have nothing to do with it, but I'll walk into the comic store. People see me, they go, you know what? I don't like that Indiana Jones. I go, I don't have anything to do with it. Or I'll walk in, and they'll have the Raiders music playing on it, and Keith will go, hey, they're playing your song, Mitch. I go, 
I don't have any. I don't. I don't get any paychecks. Stop sending me hate letters. People send me Superman stuff. Do they really? Oh yeah. You're just the Superman like, guy. I haven't done I told Superman you. In, yeah. you know, for the most part. Well, all these artists, they always draw me years. Captain America. You're the Captain America guy, right? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I have more Captain America drawings than Marvel does at this point. Which is nice. I put them all in a folder, but I'm like, how many different ways can you draw his head? Why would you draw it differently? Well, I have different... No! Some people draw the wings, like, as attached. Some people now draw them that they're painted onto the helmet, which I don't like at all. No, they, they should be sticking it, out. Embrace you make it, stick it out. Embrace yeah. it. Just like Namor has got wings on, on his, his feet. ankles. Though, you got to admit, Live with it. Captain America wearing the wings on his helmet, it's kind of stupid. Well, it's not meant to be live action. No, but were they, so when you were they meant to be bird? In the day, do you think they ripped a dove off? And as they tacked it onto his head, he's molting. They're like sitting there going, anybody see this feather? Honestly, Bucky with that machine gun, that always bothered me. Even my kid hey, picked kids. up on that. 13-year-old kid with a submachine gun. Look at killing those ratsies. Come on, you didn't it was grow the up kids. with the dead-end kids. No, I did. He did. Not in the 30s. No, but I would watch him as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What else? Oh, Loki's coming back next week. Loki season two comes out on Wednesday the 5th? Thursday the 5th? I don't know what day the 5th is. It's coming out. I saw Ahsoka. I'm catching up on my stuff. Did you watch all of it? Did you watch the final one? Or, I mean, not the final one, but the one this week? Episode seven. Yes, I did. Yes. I'm up to date on my Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I've been been doing the... why is it burning the candle at both ends? So I'm sitting watching TV with Rachel. Yeah. And I'll doze. Oh no. And then I'll wake up and I'll go like I did that during Ahsoka. Oh, and you're like what? And happened? I woke up and I was like, wait, is this the finale? No. What happened to all these? So that I, yeah. I had to rewatch like the. I only I thought I I'm missed a say, bunch of it. Yeah. I only missed a couple of minutes. I agree with Liam Neeson when he said there's too much Star Wars now. Because yeah. it was special years ago when there was only like yeah. three or six of them maybe. Yeah. Now it's like, they're, I mean, they're fun, but they're all over the place. Well, here's my it thing. waters it down. You're dealing with what you remember from when you were a kid. The Last Jedi. But yeah. here, the kids that are watching it now. Yeah, they grew up with it. The, they grew up with the 2001. Yeah, the prequels. So yeah. my detachment yeah. is when I'm watching like Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking you don't to myself, watch the cartoons. it's like, um, it's uh, lightsaber porn. Yeah, yeah, okay. there's lots so, of lightsabers. So, I get it, that's what you took out of the yeah, 2000s yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, 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 yeah. is that you're really into lightsabers. Yeah, I get it. For yeah. me, yeah. I don't Boring. care. It's like, how many times can I you fight? fight more than one in an episode. I, right? I was told a samurai fight, a real samurai fight, yeah. you know how long it lasted? Seconds, because yeah. the guy just cut the other guy, and right. that was the end of it. Right. These lightsabers, how many different ways can you bang the stupid glowing rods? But it's around? just it's it's funny, and again, I know I'm not the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's like a pirate so, movie, I guess. But even a Captain Blood's got more exciting sword fights. Yeah, I know. There's a point where you know that it's fake because no one's getting hurt. Yes. Okay, so that's fine. But I'm just saying, a little like, singed. My, where, where I kind of like know that it's not for me is the yeah. fact that like Ahsoka specifically yes. has so many Double like fetishes yes. kind of lightsaber She's got fights. Two blades, yeah. And I always the appeal of Star Wars to me was the characters. Yeah. And it was the emotional yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was that's my appeal for the superhero movies yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like not just watching action figures, but yeah. seeing them and having some story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever they're going now through. it's one big fight. The last episode was all fight. 
but it also feels like slightly light. Like you could tell that John Favreau adds twenty yeah. percent oomph to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dave Filoni's more, and Dave's yeah. like almost too reverent. Yeah, he is. And it feels a little bit flat. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, and again, that, that's just me. no. That's it's, no, I'm it's not true. The audience, no, 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 but no, that's no, no, my no. take on it. And when I, you watch the Clone Wars, cartoons, I still like all the actors, no, but no, I just no, no, feel no. Ray like Stevenson's has, really good. Too bad he but, passed away. See, he's Ray Stevenson is like Liam Neeson in Phantom Menace. Yes, he is. He brings Very something stoic, to it yeah. where it's not in the dialogue. Yeah, he's got the emotive yes. thing with his face. He's yeah. a star. Yeah, right. That's what those movies didn't have, right? To me, at least in Which the two thousands. The prequels or the next ones that came out? The, the third one? The You're ones that about came the, out in 2000. With Anakin on. and Obi-Wan. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the actors, except like Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson, had was oomph an actor. to yeah. him. I think even uh, Christopher Lee had oomph yes, to him. Yes, he did, yeah. Robert McGregor didn't really. Yeah. He didn't hit me. No, like he was drinking he's back He's a good then. actor. No, but he was but on he the sauce. This is like somebody who can act with their eyes. I'm telling you, you watch that Phantom Menace, his face is so bloated. Then you find out years later, he gave up drinking by the third movie, but he was drunk as a skunk. He looks like, hey, I'm Obi-Wan too many. That's what I am. Obi-Wan too many. But, yeah, no, he was drinking. Obi, you want to buy me another one? Exactly. Hey, Padme, why don't you come up and I'll show you my Schwartz. Yeah. What? Been, so we've also been enjoying Only Murders in the Building. I have not seen that yet. It's season very three. Good, very good. Oh. Um, watched That's... a couple of... I've been trying to get Rachel to watch like what? action movies. From Gladiator movies? Yeah. So we're watching, going through the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. And then the 80s were good. 90s were well, horrible. 90s were still there. No, when he was doing... Um, what was the one where he was the Russian guy, Red Heat? Yeah, I don't remember. We didn't watch that one. But we're watching the ones that are like more science fiction. Oh, oh, oh. He had a lot of them. He had The Running Man. Yeah. He had um, Red Red Dawn. I forgot that it was a 2001 was The Sixth Day. That was the cloning one. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it came out during, like, remember 9-11? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He had that one movie that was delayed. No. That came out. It was supposed to come out in September. What was was the Schwarzenegger movie? Raw Deal. Remember the raw deal? That was yuck and yuck. Don't talk back. That's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. That was Jeff Loeb worked on that. One. Did he really? Yeah. Didn't he also work Screenplay on Predator? Uh, Command, uh, Predator? Jeff Loeb. Remember, I think I Jeff Loeb. He, he has a credit on, on raw deal. That's McTiernan did yeah. those, I believe. Yeah, John McTiernan. Yes. he didn't write them. I don't think. Didn't he also do Help for Red October? Yeah. What happened to him? Did he go to jail? He did. He did. Did he? He was tied yes. into the the uh, private eye. Who right also in the jail for what? Who was illegally wiretapping his for clients? He was. Oh, he was I helping. Don't remember this? And that's how John McTiernan got wrapped in. He was going through a divorce. Oh no shit! They Is he still in jail? He's got out. Wiretapped right? his his wife. Oh really? Yeah. And did he get out? Is he out? Oh yeah, he did yeah. his. But he's not time. working anymore. And the guy, the the private eye guy, also got out, but he did a like a longer term. Like who was eight that? Years. Inch high private eye. I don't remember his name. No. But anyways, yeah. But this was a guy who was like really breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking, breaking the law. law. Anyway, the creator. It was an okay movie. We're back to that. I'm bringing it full circle, Jerry. I'm bringing it back to the creator. I would. I would recommend it. I think. I would recommend I it too. Fun. It was nice to see in the IMAX, done. the big screen. The I think that helped. Cool. I would see a movie like that on a small screen. It does a disservice no, to it no. because the guy filmed it yeah. to be these huge set pieces, yeah. and you're yeah, looking at the landscape of Thailand. There's it's a beautiful. lot of scale yeah. in it. 
Yeah. Yes. But when you're at home watching it on your 60-inch screen or your iPhone, <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine that. I thought of the actress, Gemma Chan. As soon as I saw her, I go, that's uh, Cersei from The Eternals. Yeah. Whatever happened to Eternals 2? Remember at the end they yeah. had, what's his name come through? Hip Patrol and yeah. Harry Styles. Well, they also set up Black Knight. Yeah, and nothing ever came of that. It's weird that they have to go back and lick their wounds ago. Unless they use them in the what? What are they gonna Thunderbolts use or something. I hope. Marvel's is next. We yeah. got to do... Uh, October's a weird month. I don't think we have any movies. I think the trailer for that looked good. Marvel's looks like a weird combination of the TV shows and the fun. movies. Because yeah. they got... The girl, uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, the young actress, and then they got the woman from WandaVision, yeah. and then they got, uh, what's her, Brie Larson? Brie Larson. And obviously it takes place before Secret Invasion, because Nick Fury's in it, right? because we all know Nick Fury went back to space, which I didn't think right. was a very good show at all. I watched, It was very boring, so, Secret Invasion. While I was, after I watched my little bit of, yeah. of uh, Ahsoka that I missed. Yeah, yeah. I had set it up on my iPad because I was, I was making tapioca. It takes oh, forever. Yeah, that's it a really poison, does. you know. Tapioca, when you make pudding, yes. it takes you have to boil things like twice. Yeah, I know, so but I'm it, saying tapioca itself is a poison. I'm I'm not kidding you. I love it. Raw tapioca will kill you. Well, yeah. So, anyways, I set up the iPad. I watched my last part of the Ahsoka, as you're making your pudding. and I'm like, oh, I still got a half hour of stirring here. So it takes a half hour. Yeah, yeah, it takes. It. Jesus Christ, go to the store and buy it. You, if you get the regular tapioca, yeah. you have to soak it overnight, and then you have oh. to boil the milk with the sugar, and then you add it to the milk, yeah. and then you have to boil it for, like, 30 minutes, and then you add the eggs and stuff, and you have to bring it to a boil again. Wait, do you hear that noise? Yeah. That's the sound of people turning the show off right now. Well, I'm giving them a recipe. It's Jerry Ordway, I'm going to put that in the notes. It is delicious. Uh, this week's show... Tapioca uh, recipe. Uh, the creator, comics, and Jerry's tapioca, tapioca pudding. So anyway, you're watching. I watched the first episode. Rewatched the first episode of She-Hulk because I oh, really like She-Hulk. It was a fun show. And the one thing that it did occur to me is you She-Hulk. Knew the, you met the guy at Terrificon. That was yes, the. I didn't get to meet him. Well, he was right in front I of you. Know. But in She-Hulk, yeah. there's a scene right in the first move in the first episode where where Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Yes, he was. Yes, makes a tiki bar about a spaceship. Yes, he had to go then, back to see Sakar. But then there was another thing, right? Yeah, because there son. was another thing yeah. in the in where he was always oh, off planet. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is my son. And then the right the yeah. payoff at the end of the Which show. Which was just like, what the hell? But I was thinking to myself, how do they reconcile? Because they're they're the ones that open up the can of worms. Yeah, that he has a kid. In the movies. Yeah, yeah. How do you reconcile all the space stuff with what's going on in Ms. Marvel or with the Marvel? Well, I don't all think secret the invasion really because she goes and meets the AI that's creating the Marvel shows and she jumps through. I think we're not to take it too seriously. No, I know. But I don't just, believe that's I regular feel like continuity. Why is Mar- Why is then? Why didn't uh, they use the uh, other guy for the Hulk? <laughs> who? Ed Norton. Yeah, that would have. Oh, that would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't think it's up there. We don't know. Well, the She-Hulk 2 is coming. See that? They got a greenlit for a season. Haha, they got greenlit for a, se- doing second, a second season. season. Yes. Now like, that the I writers really are like back. It. Yeah. I thought she did a good job. Yeah. What's her name? She was Something Orphan Black. That yes. I can't show. think of her name right now. I was offered to bring the actress that played Thundra to Terrificon. Uh, Jamil Jamile. Awesome Fett from Incorporated. She it's funny, she's, she's in the, very all funny. the credits for the whole thing, but she's only in she's a couple only of episodes. She's only on two episodes. Yeah, she yeah. shows up in the courthouse. 
I believe that's her name. Jamil? Jamil Jamal? Yeah. Jamal Jamil. Awesome Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. What else did you get? Anything else? No movies? No TV? I watched uh, the 20 worst movies ever made. Not all of them, but just like a documentary. Uh, Troll is getting a sequel that was on Netflix with Billy oh, Campbell. you should talk about your... So... My GamerCon tickets go on sale this week. Midway through the week, Mitch sent me a link to, to what? A, a... We don't talk about that, YouTube... Jerry. Of a guy oh, who guy washes that's cleaning his, his comics. comics in boric acid. He washes his comic. Yeah, to he takes the old. He took an X Men number three. I it can't was, remember the video or the name. Yeah. He took a, a, a. He said a five O X uh, X Men issue three. Took it apart, with the blob, page by page. Took it apart with the staples. So and then it in a big tray. Washed everyone. With then like put it under carbonate or something. Yeah, and then he put it under, under a, a blue light with. Hydrogen peroxide, and then humidifier, right. and then he, he and yes, then he, he cleaned the book it. up, he but he changed, it, and then he humidifies it again so they can fold it and yes. staple it. Yeah, and that, but he changed the pH in the paper so it's no longer like acid based. He yeah. took all the acid out, and he said he so could have whitened it more. He with said the he blue did light, it. Yeah, but he didn't want it to no. not match the cover. Yeah, but he said he did this because he's trying to preserve the book. Yeah. But I was watching it in horror yeah. because, one, as soon as you start taking the book apart, I'm like, what are you doing? And then when I see him soaking in a liquid, I go, oh, my God. It was actually kind of cruel to watch, but it, it was, was not cool, something you could do yourself. Well, you I have couldn't. to have a press. He even you said. Have to have the blue well, he shows how to do it. He goes no, to Home Depot and he buys it all. You still need to buy a press. That's a lot of work. He must be yeah. retired because I'm like, there's nobody yeah. that's doing this for But, I mean, the, 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 the key here is. Why? The entire comic industry and yeah. the collectibles industry yeah. is being. Whitewashed? Ru- no, it's 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 the, the entire oh, it's collectibles. Block. They're all like different degrees of obsessive compulsive. Yes. And this guy's comic a whole fans other like level. their continuity. Comic collectors like their condition, mm-hmm. so people want to try to, you know, fix stuff. The yeah. one that's his video right after. The oh, the one, Daredevil with the water stains. That was impressive because yes. I've got a couple books that have the water stains. Yeah, they and flattened them, cleaned them totally up. Came yeah, out. it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, but X Men or Daredevil Eight, I believe. Yeah, it was still man. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like these books don't exist. So you could just go try it, to find a better copy. Uh, yeah, it'll cost you. That's why I'm saying well, I wouldn't risk it. I have shitty books that are beat yeah. up, reader copies that they want to call yeah. them, beater copies. So, but I wouldn't dare put something in liquid. Oh my god, that terrified me. I told you, it was, I'm watching it happen. I go, oh my god, he's ruining that book. Well, you note that he put the pages, he sandwiched them yes. in like a mesh. Yeah. So and then just tipped them back and yeah, forth. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like he was doing. No, but like, still, put them in a washing it was machine. wet. All I kept thinking is the paper yeah. would just disintegrate. Yeah. That's and what I kept blo- thinking. No, then he blotted it. He blotted the thing it. that surprised me was that he didn't rinse them. I thought he would have rinsed the chemical out of the page. Oh yeah, because and I remember photography. He just blotted it. If you didn't rinse it well in the but I bath, guess the calcium is a neutralizer for the acid. I know, paper. but remember in photos, if you didn't do it in the fixer, you'd well, get you those. Would, it would fade the right, yellow because stains. Because there was acid in the yeah. in the fix. And the developer, was, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that. But he says he transforms the paper into something else. Like it's a non-acid based paper, so well, it's he's like taking the acid. Out yeah, of so it won't really age at all. More beyond that, no. Which That's is amazing it's, it's, to me. The comics are yellow or orange because of the, the acid in the in newsprint. The, yes. Yeah. That doesn't happen with those Baxter books from the Not, 80s. No, no. Mondo the paper. paper. Better. Yeah, yeah. But the original newsprint, forget yeah. about it. No, it was the cheapest paper yeah. short of toilet paper. And they yeah. tried using that in the 80s. I toilet think. paper? Yeah, sure. Did they? I've read some of those books. But no, it's, it's something to watch. So yeah, Google 
comic book cleaning. Yeah. I can't think of the guy's name, but there's, there's but tons the of videos joke. about right that. Right after yeah. that, because you, again, you go fall down the little rabbit hole. Yeah. I watched that one. I watched another one of his, and then it auto-played one. Yeah, of it finds guy, it. Yeah, like if you like that. was using like artist erasers. Yeah, needed erasers. To, yeah. No, he was using the regular plastic eraser. Oh my God, really? To clean a cover. Ooh, I would and be I'm afraid thinking, of ripping it. It was like a Spider-Man, like number no. sixty something, and I'm thinking. You could probably replace that. Yeah, that's not a valuable one. It's like, also, wouldn't it leave eraser marks? That's what I'm saying, yeah. And would you, like, you see the smudge, you take well, the gloss off. What happens when you're erasing and it catches it yeah. and you wrinkle it? That's what I'm thinking. When you said that, I go, tell me you didn't rip a whole book in half. Ugh. Because that happened to me with art pages. Oh, I believe it. While I'm erasing a page, sometimes yeah. the eraser you will just, just catch wrinkle. it and suddenly, yep. big fold. Yep, like, yep. I don't know. I don't know. But that was fascinating to see it that was. somebody would go that and I, I, you know, again, I couldn't stop all, watching. It was a half an hour. It was like a car wreck. I'm like, oh my god, what's going to happen? All respect to the guy. But he says he he's submitting it to CGC. I want to see what grade he gets. Are they going to consider that restored? Well, that's what I'm or saying. Like he did the one. The X Men. He was going to do it with Daredevil, but the no. fact is, when he took it, yeah. out I of have the books plastic, with those big brown stains. No, I think he, they're done. But when but he no. took it out of the plastic, yeah. He realized that the cover was not stapled. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. the area around the cover staples was ripped on Did the first page. Did you see when he took the well. staples out? He has a little so thing that he takes yeah. the staples out. So he out. couldn't really restore it and send yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked good. It looked good. And what was there's another one I watched. Where a guy had an X Men '95. It had a big brown stain on the front, and then sure enough, he cleaned yeah. it, and then it went through the whole book. You could still see it, but yeah. it's very faint yeah. now. But I'm like, oof. But that Daredevil was impressive. You know which one I'm impressed about? Book like that I've had books got that got a little out. moisture on them, yeah. and they get the wrinkle. Yeah. But these guys, they flatten it right out. Yeah. They just get the press, and they psh, and now it's no longer wrinkled. I have a bunch of Avengers that I, I that got at a comic, like a secondhand store. Yeah. Riding my bike home. Yeah, yeah. The rain. rain June rain. You, and know, you still got them, and they're all wrinkled. I put them under my shirt, but my yeah, shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. so they have the little speckles on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's no they patina. take that that stuff that's patina they take that I have out. a story yeah all right I'm gonna wrap this one up it's 56 minutes plus we got the other stuff you got enough I got I know, there's not a lot of funny stories other than the stump so that's make some people laugh what about a stump the stump the guy's oh. leg that was the stump that's about it <laughs> hopefully our new uh, our new listener. Paul Chadwick is still listening. And He's once, probably bailed out. He probably left by now. Once you took your tapioca yeah. freaking recipe, <laughs> I think only Kevin McGuire in a stupor would listen to that. <laughs> I'm name dropping all over the place. <laughs> We're also going to have appearance by John Byrne. Oh, no, sure. he ain't coming to Terrific Con. There's nobody here. Another one bites yeah. the dust is playing, I believe. Oh, We're here. All right, we got to go. Goodbye. The Power Cosmic Podcast has been brought to you by Mitch Alec, producer of Terrific Con, Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con, happening every summer at the Mohegan Sun. For more information, go to TerrificCon.com. And for more information about Jerry Ordway, go to your local comic book store, like Cave Comics in Newtown, Connecticut. And if you're looking for good pizza, check out Colony Grill Pizza, located in Stanford, Fairfield, Milford, and many other places, even Arlington, Virginia.